I want to ask us a question. Can you think of a time you have been really desperate? You have desperate need of help. Uh, I can think of a couple of times when I play football as a midfielder, especially in the last year. Uh, when my opponent runs past me, I desperately look back for Zebi or Patrick to cover for me. Or we're going to concede a goal. Uh, and yesterday it was Cody. Great job. Or when I'm singing, I will look over at my wife to make sure I'm not belting it out on the wrong tune or on the wrong pitch. Um, and if her face is like, it's good, then I'm like, it's good. But whether we admit it or not, we're all finite creatures, right? We are in constant need of help. Sometimes it's funny situations or simple situations like I just shared. And sometimes it's very serious, tough situations. And this evening, we're going to look at what the psalmist says about the help he needs. And so let's read Psalm 121 verses 1 to 2. Psalm 121, 1 and 2. I lift up my eyes to the hills. Where does my help come? My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. Let's pray together. Father, we thank you that you may have this opportunity to read and meditate on your word. We pray you would apply it to our hearts. We pray we would live in light of these truths and you would be glorified because of this. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, before we get into the exact text, I want to do a little bit of context. And so um, Psalm 121 is part of a collection of Psalms. The Songs of Ascent is what they're called. Um, and they're the Psalms between 120 and 134. Um, and four of these Psalms are attributed to King David. Uh, one is to King Solomon. And the remaining 10 are anonymous. And our Psalm today, we don't actually know who the author is. Um, and of course, we're not going to look at the whole Psalm 121. We're also just going to be looking at the first two verses of this Psalm. Um, but to help us move along, we'll just divide the text into two points. Our first point is, where can you find help? We're just looking at verses one. Where can you find help? So here's a question. Why do I look to Patrick when I play football or Karen when I sing? to help me out when I'm in trouble. It's because they're better than me, right? And when we need help, we look to something higher. We look to something better. And that's exactly what this author is doing. The obvious thing to do when you need help is to look up. You're searching for something more capable to support you. And what does the author see? He looks up and he sees the hills. Powerful, sturdy, everlasting, seemingly. And there's something amazing about nature, right? It feels like it's always there. And we obviously have the privilege on the way here, we were looking at in the winter, we get the privilege of looking at the mountains. And we get to see and rack the beauty and the strength of these mountains, right? They don't ever run out of rocks. It's steadfast, it doesn't move. What comes to your mind when you think of steadfastness? Maybe it's that one friend who is never faced by anything. Or maybe you think of your pastors who teach steadily, who shepherd the flock amidst trials of various kinds. Maybe it's that family in the church that has suffered many health struggles, but they continue to be faithful. They continue to love God faithfully. Maybe it's your dad who has been um, the guy who's never afraid, or maybe it's your mom 
who's that rock? I'm sure for some of you, it's Patrick on the football field, most of us, uh, or Karen on the music team. Maybe we need to ask a question, what, what are our hills? What is something that portrays steadfastness? What gives you confidence? Maybe for some of us, it is our money. The amount of money we have in our savings account or in our investments. Uh, maybe it's the amount of money so that we can live a particular lifestyle that we wanted to live. Uh, many of us have come to this country to work really hard, not just for ourselves, right? For our families. And money does bring a sort of security um, for our families back home especially. But the question is, is it enough? Is all of that steadfastness and security enough? So our author today, he sees the hills, but the question still remains. Where does his help come from? It's not the hills themselves that bring the help. Somehow the author is looking at these hills and as sturdy and as steadfast as they are, as much as they might seem like they are the solution, they can't be the ones that ultimately provide the help. Now I want to ask you, have you come to this conclusion? As steadfast and sturdy as all these things in your life might be, family, your friends, your church, you know, Patrick and Karen, they ultimately don't provide the help that we so deeply crave and require. And so as strong as the hills are, there's a need for something more. So we got to ask the question, where can we truly find help? in our time of deepest need. And that leads us to our second point. Who is the helper? So let us look at the first line of verses 2. The author of this text is not confused about where his help comes from. It is not from the hills themselves, but from the Lord. The hills point him to something greater. They can actually provide the help. So we got to ask the question, who is this Lord? And what are the ways that he can help that maybe the hills cannot help? The rest of the chapter, Psalm 121, talks about how and from what this Lord provides help. All the dangers and all the troubles that the Lord provides help. We won't look at that today, but we will look at who he is. He's the Lord, Jehovah or Yahweh we see that the author is actually using a personal name of God. This is not just a God. This is the God of Israel. He's not just any other deity. But we learn more about Jehovah from his actions because his actions speak about his abilities. They give us insight into who he really is. Who is this God? He's the creator. He is the one who not just put those steady hills in place. He did so much more. He's not just a local guard of a particular country or a tribe. He is the creator of everything that you see. But he's also the creator of everything that there is. Everything that is unseen too. As you know, these have been very hard days for Karen and I. If you didn't know, Karen was sharing her sister... Um, died on October 25th on, in a car accident. And we've needed help. We've needed help with deep sorrow and grief. Uh, 
we've needed help in knowing how to express that. We don't know how to how to truly express it. We don't even know exactly what to ask God for. At least I don't. We don't know what to say. What do we ask God for? And we live in one way, or we have felt the terror of living in a world with such a powerful God. He is so big and we are so little. He is so wise and we are so foolish. He is so powerful and big and that is terrifying. Maybe when you've gone through suffering, you felt that too. When suffering comes, you feel the reality of how small we really are. But there's something more about this God. As terrifying as he could be, he is also good and loving. When we meditate on the greatness and power of this God, it is truly shocking that he would help us. Friends, see how God has helped us. He has given himself for us to protect us. Instead of crushing his enemies with his great might that he could have, he saves them. His saving is so complete and perfect that even death cannot tear us apart from his hands. We are secure in the steadfast, never-changing work of Christ Jesus our Lord. He died on a cross so that sinners like us can have eternal life by trusting in his protection. When we see him help us from our greatest danger, our sin and its consequences, we can be confident. This is what Romans 8.32 reminds us. He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all, how will he not also with him graciously give us all things? And so with the psalmist, we can say, where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. We are weak and finite and we will always need the help of others. That is why it is a gracious thing from God to give us steady friends, faithful pastors, loving family who can help us. But remember, ultimately our help comes from the Lord himself. The greatness and the power of this Lord Shows uh, the, it's, it's, it should scare us. But when we see what he did for us, that he would sacrifice himself for us, that he takes an interest in caring for us tiny creatures, that he would die on a cross so that we would not go to hell. He provides what is necessary for us so we can find rest in him alone. And so that's why we can say with the psalmist yet again, I lift up my eyes to the hills. And from where does my help come? It's not the hills. My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. I hope that's where your help is. I hope that's the Lord you're trusting in. And if he's not, I pray that you would trust and believe in him today.